Good morning. It is Thursday, February 22nd. It kind of feels like a Friday for me. I don't know why, but it is Thursday. We have Steve Greenfield as the guest host again because Kyle is still wearing his Mickey Mouse here somewhere in Orlando. <laughs> so Kyle did send a picture yesterday to the Asoto team. Um, let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Can you pull it up or no? I don't no? have the picture. Maybe, maybe Nathan can pull it up while we're talking. Maybe can pull it up. But okay. he, so Al, our events director, we call him Al Pretzel because whenever we're in an airport, he always like gets a pretzel. He loves pretzel. So it was a Mickey Mouse shaped pretzel with Kyle and his baby girl. And Kyle had like, you know, like the typical, it was like dueling lightsaber hat. I was like, Kyle is full dad mode this week. Oh, full geez, dad man, mode. Star Wars mode, Star Wars mode. Nice. Absolutely. Steve, you're in the airport. Uh, thanks for joining us before your flight today. Where are you off to? Uh, down in Miami today. Ah, okay. A little bit warmer. I see you got the you got the vest on, but you probably won't need that a little yeah, bit later. I won't need it once I get down there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very nice. Well, it's listen. The, the Sky Lounge in Atlanta. Very Thank good. That that does not. We got a little bit. We'll talk about Delta a little later in the show today. <laughs> um, so we are on our way to a SodaCon. 82 days until we're there. More and more speakers are being Amazing. released every single day. If you go to the site now, asodacon.com and, and uh Look at the speakers tab. We've updated, uh, we updated, big update yesterday. So we added a bunch more. We're going to end up having uh, somewhere between 50 and 60 speakers. I believe we have 30 some up on the site. We're trying to bridge a wide variety of topics. Uh, we're working on a panel right now, which, uh, you know, Steve and I, you and I were chatting a little bit about. We're going to try to get some of the new EV entrants involved in the conversations, especially the ones that are uh, leveraging the dealer network to distribute their vehicles. And so, um, yeah, if you have any involvement, VinFast Fisker, uh, shoot us a shoot us a note. Just uh, send it to press at asodu.com and um, put some dots together to bring a bring a panel to the people. All right. Can't wait. Can't wait. Especially as, as, as many of them are embracing the dealer channel, right? They were all going to sell direct, and now it seems like the momentum is towards having dealers resell these vehicles. So that's great. Yeah. Good and timely panel. Very, very good and timely panel. Um, dealers want to know more and obviously they want to know more dealers because they want to pick the cream of the crop to be the first out. And uh, so far, the the ones they're choosing, you know, Fisker, Damien Mills, uh, the Orsman group, like you can tell, they're just picking some real savvy operators who are uh, ready to champion. It's almost, as, it's, it's, it's almost as if they're at your conference watching the dealers that show almost, up. Almost, almost. Well, we're trying to try to introduce <laughs> them. We would love to be part. Once they flipped and we're like, hey, we uh, you know want to adopt the dealer model, we're like, come on in. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Welcome, yeah, yeah. welcome. The more the merrier, the more the merrier. So glad you're here. Uh, we have a new Auto Collabs episode launching today. Um, innovative Ideas are born at a SodaCon with Phil Gill. Um, Phil is a really savvy second-gen dealer um, in uh, the Cincinnati and Kentucky market. Uh, you have to check it out. Go to Auto Collabs, C-O-L-L-A-B-S. Just search it on Spotify, Apple Music. It's also on YouTube. And uh, we talk about some of the ideas that actually were born from his uh, experience at some sessions at a SodaCon last year that actually went full circle. And have, even having his uh, some of his tech partners build uh, tools for him into their platform. And now they're going to deploy these tools to all the dealers. So, you know, there's one thing where you talk about things that are happening. SodaCon is one of those places where you talk about the things you wish were happening. And mm -hmm. we've seen some evidence of those things actually moving forward, which is why we all do what we do, right? Spur conversations to get people going. All right, let's get into some news. So the UAW, they're back. They're still doing, they ain't going anywhere. They're setting aside $40 million toward organizing efforts in the next two years for auto and uh, EVs and battery workers in the U.S. that don't currently have union representation. So the initiative comes as a response to growing organizing activities among um, those 
who are just, you know, we've talked about the Teslas, a big push in the new battery plants that are that are being up. And Adam, with uh, the sector expected to add tens of thousands of jobs in the next years, they're acting now, the UAW, they say, to secure workers' interests sooner than later. Um, and they said uh, in a statement, through a massive new organizing effort, workers are fighting to maintain and raise the standard in the emerging battery industry. Steve, $40 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You know, I feel conflicted around this. Like, I, I do have empathy for the, the worker, the frontline worker, to make sure they're compensated fairly. But in a world where we hear almost daily about the threat of Chinese coming in <clears throat> with low-priced EVs, right, the more costs we layer into our supply chain to build cars here in America, we're going to be less competitive with the Chinese manufacturers that are inevitably going to be on U.S. soil. So I, I, I feel definitely conflicted about these kinds of news. Yeah, it, it, it sure is. And there, there is, there's sound arguments on both sides. We've seen kind of like good stories come from both sides. And it, it always is, you know, when I always think about it, like I grew up in a union family. My, my father was a union phone installer when it was Bell Atlantic. And I just remember thinking, even at that age, when I had zero involvement with business, I didn't even know anybody with the word name, you know, with the word manager in their title. But I always thought it was so strange about the level of animosity that was created between like workers and the company they worked for. Like weren't allowed to take like, mm -hmm. I remember distinctly jackets. They wanted to give the, 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 the outside workers these really nice winter jackets and the union was like, don't take anything, you know? And so as a kid, oh, wow. try, as a kid trying to make sense of that, and my dad, my dad is one of the most docile human beings you'll ever meet, right? So he, you know what I mean? But he, he just kind of just like, I don't know, it's just what we have to do, you know? And so we'll, we'll see how yeah. it pans out. I mean, the UAW, obviously, uh, a lot of a lot of momentum this year and we'll see how that goes and like you said the the market hopefully will get to decide what's going on but with the chinese uh, imports and tariffs and all that we'll we'll see where it washes out but that that's brewing that's brewing underneath whether uh conflicted or not i guess uh, spe right. speaking of evs Stop. we didn't do any segues last time <laughs> Rivian Automotive has announced a workforce reduction yesterday of 10% and are predicting flat production levels, uh, leveling out of 57,000 vehicles for 2024 amidst their Q4 net loss reduction. So let me explain that a little bit. Um, they are experiencing a net loss improvement, meaning they lost more money previously than they did in Q4. So they went down from, <laughs> from 1.72 billion the previous year, this year Q4, they lost 1.52 billion. So uh, making some progress there, despite their full year loss of 5.3 billion. CEO RJ uh, Scarange cited consumer reluctance to purchase due to high interest rates, causing an impact on demand. And he announced some production shutdowns for efficiency improvements. So, and here's his quote, our business is not immune to existing economic conditions or geopolitical uncertainties. Um, despite the challenges, they're optimistic about their future, particularly with the upcoming R2 platform, which is uh, set to release a sub $50,000 vehicle into the market. Their vehicles now start in the 70s, so they're trying to move that price point down. Um, Rivian employees were left in suspense last night when they were told there would be a 10% uh, reduction in workforce and informed that they had to wait till this morning to find out if they were included. So a lot going on there. Yeah, anytime a company has to celebrate, you know, year over year net losses improvements, it's not not a good thing. But you know, to your point, I mean, they're going to have to bet the whole farm on this R two. Um, it's going to be a more approachable vehicle. Um, the, the the higher price vehicles that have been out the R one have have been like more of a niche uh, uh, vehicle mm -hmm. for you know more expensive segment. 
this thing could be a more addressable SUV, right? It's obviously not going to compete with the price current price point of like a, a Model 3 or a Y. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if, if the RT, R2 becomes their Model 3, their more mainstream SUV that can compete directly in different classes, lower classes, then this could be the breakthrough vehicle. But they, they, they need to bet effectively the whole company on this one new vehicle release. Wow, that's an interesting perspective. And it's true because if, you know, when they're gearing up for growth mode, and saying they're going to sell the same amount of vehicles this year as last year, I think it reflects a lot of what we're seeing across even like traditional OEMs saying like, hey, we have to take our foot off the accelerator a little bit. I can't say foot off the gas anymore. Can't say it. And and they have to take it off and like, let's see what the market's deciding. Obviously trying to save uh, 10% labor costs is going to help the net loss situation. But yeah, like betting, betting the farm on this next vehicle. That's right. Uh, like I can't see the the vehicles they put out. They're beautiful vehicles. I don't know if you've ever seen one or great car, they're great vehicles. Yeah, I, I test drove one recently, and they, they really are exceptional vehicles. And and the people and they've also done I think a good job of building some brand uniqueness. Uh, like the Rivian driver is is geared toward adventure, and they've done a really good job like yep. putting that out there. And uh, it'll be interesting to say like side note on how Scout comes out comes to market with their their vehicles. You know, Scott Q has been talking about that a lot. And uh, like, how are these worlds going to intersect? Because Rivian would, what I, I would see as being the, the brand that would be affected the most by Scout releasing an adventure-related EV. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I still think Scout's going to tap the dealer the dealer model. Now that Fisker and VinFast have kind of broken the mold there, I'd be very surprised if Scout doesn't tap its top VW dealers to be Scout dealers. Yeah, I'd be shocked as well. But we should we should uh, you know run a poll on LinkedIn to see what people think. But uh, I, I do I think you're right. I I'd, I'd bet a pizza on that for sure. I'd bet a pizza on that, and I love pizza. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, there you go. You and I both. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's super appropriate that you're sitting in this in Delta Sky Lounge right now. At you're at, you're at the Atlanta airport right now. I am home of Delta. Well, Delta is stepping up their game, not just in Atlanta because they do it here, but at LAX now by partnering with Porsche to shuttle passengers with short layovers uh, using a Porsche 911 GT3 RS. So like the really, really fast one. Uh, The service is part of their continuous efforts to maintain its status as North America's most punctual airline um that's it's clever but i think it's more of a marketing play um yeah it's aimed at more at marketing than speed due to regulatory limitations that only allow them to drive so fast when on the tarmac uh the bright red porsches seen on the tarmac from all those passengers looking out the windows it's definitely going to generate some attention um here's a quote from who said this i don't know who said it but basically Uh, I'm not going to read the quote because I don't know who said it, but the exclusive service is offered only to the airline's top tier clientele, emphasizing Delta and Porsche's commitment to providing unparalleled service. Steve, my question is, you have a lot of those zeros at the end of your miler status. Have you ever ridden in one of these? Not yet. I'm, I'm counting on it, though. I mean, this is an amazing marketing ploy, I think. You know, I, I have a few times come off a red eye here in Atlanta. And, you know, you, you get called, hey, Mr. Greenfield, you know, meet, meet the red coat in, in, in the jetway. And you, you get off and they usher you down the, the, the stairs into a Porsche Cayenne. They say, where, where are you parked? And they drive you to your parking spot. And you, have to, you miss the train. And oh. the most amazing thing, if you get off a red eye, red, red eye it's, it happens rarely. You, you know, even though I fly a lot. But, uh, you know, I, I think this is a stroke of brilliance. And the funny thing is, you know, I, I was socializing with people earlier this week. They're like, well, where do you put your luggage? I was like, that was my next question. I I don't think you have to worry about it. That's probably a a chase vehicle. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, yeah, you, you said you have to miss the train. I don't think anyone misses the train. Edit, <laughs> Did you really miss the train? Well, that that's pretty neat. Well, give it, give us the inside scoop because you have this status. So, this is a situation where they would walk you off the plane right into a vehicle. What are the are there other surprising delights that you've experienced in your in your travels? Being kind of like a, a very frequent traveler on Delta. Well, well, if you ever get this opportunity, my favorite question: the person who's driving is, you know, who who are the most memorable people that you've ever driven? So I, I once did this in LAX, I think it was for American Airlines, and got into a, a Lincoln um, Navigator, and, uh, or a Cadillac Escalade, I should say. And I asked the guy, I said, who, who are your most memorable folks that you've had? And in LA, you can imagine that he's seen a lot of people. Oh, of course. I, I, won't, I, I won't say it here, if anybody's interested, I asked him, you know, who was the nicest star that he's ever driven? And who was the the, the least nice? I, I won't okay, say. Tell us the, the nicest one. Tell us the nicest one. The nicest one. But not, not surprising. I've heard this consistently from other people as well. It was Robert De Niro. He said Robert De Niro like hopped in the front seat with him. Was was very curious about him and his family, and you know was was very 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 cordial the entire trip. Um, you know, very very different than a lot of the movie stars that he had driven in the past. That we wouldn't have the time of day to even talk to him. Wow, I can I can. You know what? You just put that on my list. He is somebody that I think I would love to have a conversation with. I can all like, you know, his delivery, his, his personality, like his laugh. I'm down. I'm down. Right. Robert, yeah, right. Robert De Niro for the win. I'm going to text you for the other side of that conversation. <laughs> uh, well, Steve, happy travels wherever you're going today down in Miami. Say hello for us. Thanks for joining us this week a couple of times. And if you're out there, get out there, sell some cars and uh, love on some people.